Listeners, get your joints ready. It might not be 420, but we're definitely getting lit on some awesome blackness in this double feature with yours truly, Just DQ. It's just David talking about what David thinks. This week, we've got a double feature. So we got two Spike Lee joints. First up on the docket is The Five Bloods, which is a movie that was released in 2020 featuring the late Chadwick Boseman. And our second movie in this double feature, Spike Lee joint Puff Puff Pass, is The Black Klansman, which was released in 2018. All right, so the first film we're talking about is going to be The Five Bloods. And this is the latest Spike Lee joint to come out this new year, 2020. And like most Spike Lee joints, there's a focus on the African-American experience. And this film portrays the lives of Vietnam GIs as they return to Vietnam after some time since the end of the war. And these men are on the search for their fallen squad leader and the gold fortune he helped them hide. The Five Bloods features an all-star cast of veteran actors, including, again, Chadwick Boseman, Delroy Lindo, who plays Paul, a PTSD-ridden Vietnam GI, and we have Jonathan Majors as David, who plays Paul's son. cast also includes Clark Peters, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., and Norm Lewis. Um, all of these actors have experience in different films and television. Uh, For example, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. is also featured in the HBO hit The Wire, uh, as well as Clark Peters. Some quick notes, I guess, of what I can talk about for this film. Um, This film really connects well with social justice and the Black Lives Movement, but it is also a great portrayal and, I guess, exploration of the African-American experience fighting in the Vietnam War and I guess a little glimpse of what life was like as just an African-American citizen during the 70s and during the Vietnam War. Now, with that said, life in America for an African-American wasn't pleasure. It was mostly pain and a struggle for, again, equal rights. Now, during the Vietnam War, the Civil Rights Movement was also continuing its war against prejudice, discrimination, and overall racism. The characters in this film are a juxtaposition to that struggle because they are fighting in Vietnam with the hopes of liberating the South Vietnamese from the communist North Vietnamese. The irony is that America is sending African Americans to fight in a war to liberate and free foreign citizens, or rather foreign people, where there's a real fight and a real war happening in America during that time in the case of liberating African Americans from Jim Crow laws and other racist and xenophobic laws. So why the hell do they have African Americans fighting someone else's battle when again there's a battle happening in their own country? And I think a really memorable scene is when the Five Bloods, which is the name given to this group of GIs, they learn that Martin Luther King was assassinated, and it completely traumatizes these men to know that the leader of their social movement has been eliminated. And these men are fighting in this war, and they have little to no safety to their own physical well-being during the war, but even returning back home, are going to be faced 
the same challenges that they have left behind. This is challenging for viewers, I think, to consider how backwards America is with their politics and their practices and policies of their quote-unquote freedoms and rights. So again, the comparison and the contrast between the war in Vietnam and also the civil rights movement cannot be understated. The craziness on a cognitive dissonance level is unbearable, so a country that denies equal rights will send their own victim to fight to liberate foreign people from an unjust political system. It's straight backwards, bonkers, and bullshit. Now this is still felt to this day. To this day! To this day! So again, this film, The Five Bloods, is a great portrayal of the trauma that African-American GIs would face or possibly face. I mean, how can I deny that? This is the experience of someone that has lived and fought in the Vietnam War. And so I think this film is a great example of Spike Lee's creativity in mixing in different genres in film. There are parts that are monologues or parts that are documentary. Now the action scenes aren't the best because the direction for the action scenes wanted to feel more akin to what it would be like filming the Vietnam War. So the camera is not the best quality, but what is also surprising is that they don't use any CGI or dramatic makeup to make these characters look young during the action scenes and flashbacks. Mind you, Chadwick Boseman is still looking young in the flashbacks, and these characters look quite aged during the flashbacks. So that's one of the cons of, I think, the direction of this film. Mind you, it doesn't take away from the, the great rounded characters, the development, and the overall breadth of exposing what life could be like or like what life was for these African-American GIs fighting in the Vietnam War. Now this will tie in excellently into our next film, which is The Black Klansman. Now why? Because both of these movies are taken within the same period, but from different perspectives. The Five Bloods is taken from the perspectives of um, black GIs fighting in Vietnam. Now Black Klansman is taking a different approach. How can a black police officer, the first black police officer in Colorado Springs, make a difference from within a racist system. Well, let's take a look. Now we're going to pass the joint and talk about Black Klansman, which is also directed by Spike Lee. The Black Klansman is about a man named Ron Stallworth. Now, Ron Stallworth is the first African-American detective to serve in Colorado Springs Police Department. He wants to make a name for himself. You know, he's a black man within a, I guess, a racist system, whether or not people will like to acknowledge this. However, he wants to make a difference. So, Ron Stallworth sets out to infiltrate and expose the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. Ron Stallworth is played by Josh David Washington, uh, the son of Denzel Washington, although I feel like an asshole for even having to frame him as the son. Josh David Washington does excellent in the role of Ron Stallworth. Now, Ron Stallworth has a friend, or rather a compatriot, in this fight against the Ku Klux Klan. That teammate, 
that confidant is Flip Zimmerman, who is played by Adam Driver. So again, the cast for both of these films is really strong. The cast for Black Klansman is stellar. Also, Topher Grace, known for his role as Eric Foreman in The 70s Show, plays David Duke. David Duke is, was the leader of the KKK and is still alive today. So the relevance of these films is very salient to modern life, whether or not you live in America. Now, the effect of this film, insane. I think the overall plot is gut-wrenching, and the development of these characters as they try to understand the psyche of the KKK is extraordinary. So, what can we say about this film? So it's a drama, a comedy, and obviously it's about crime. Now, it's really thought-provoking to see and to understand the ignorance of someone that has racist or any type of xenophobic perspective. What is really interesting is how the KKK tries to tame the rhetoric to somehow appeal to the mainstream during this period. However, Ron Stallworth is able to easily infiltrate the KKK because they are unable to identify a person simply based on their voice. However, members of the KKK, like David Duke, would claim that they can identify a person's race based on the voice. So this movie does a really good job of satirizing the ignorance of a racist, the ignorance of a member of the KKK. Adam Driver and Josh David Washington play members of minority groups in America. Ron Stallworth is black. Flip Zimmerman is Jewish. There is this beautiful contrast between these two characters. Flip Zimmerman, again, is a white man, but a Jew. Now, the KKK hate anyone that isn't European or Aryan white. And Flip Zimmerman is able to infiltrate the KKK, but is constantly faced with hatred from this group. Unbeknownst to them, of course, but you can see the effects of this hatred on the character of Flip Zimmerman, who simply feels that he is a person, and the label of religious identifiers have no real bearing on him as a person. But this is the same effect for every person that experiences discrimination or a stereotype. Obviously, they don't feel like they represent that stereotype, but the identifier is really what is controlling their place and their ability to navigate society. Again, the partnership between black and Jewish as, you know, they become pretty much buddy cop comedy almost. There are two relationships, and I think it's very um, beautiful to see how these two minority members are able to infiltrate and then expose and kind of deconstruct uh, the KKK from within. And again, the KKK, they have no real foot to stand on, except for the fact that they are trying to maintain a status quo that places them on a power pedestal above other minority groups. To this day, to this day, the struggle for equality is still there. The fight keeps going. I recommend this film because of the cast, the plot, the developing characters. So how this story develops for the characters, you get a glimpse of Jim Zimmerman's feelings 
being a Jew in America, but you also see the you know the back and forth contrast between being a black cop in a white dominated system. And this is the case for Ron Stallworth, who must constantly prove himself as one a cop and two as a black man. During this time, Afrocentrism is a very strong culture or subculture or counterculture during America in the 70s. So Ron Stallworth has to again prove his identities constantly as a cop and as a black man. He has to be for the liberation of black people. However, he's working within a system that is stereotyped and and purposefully stereotyped pigs as being corrupt. And again, to this day, those same stereotypes for police officers is maintained. So this is a very difficult situation for Ron Stallworth. How does he again please his black American identity? How does he please the police structure that he works within? Very challenging stuff. And this movie again challenges the viewer's ideas about identity within this backwards American culture. This is a 70s time period drama, comedy, crime film, and a joint worth um, lighting up, worth smoking, and worth enjoying. So for both of these films, I give them strong recommendations for viewers. I think these topics are very relevant to the current political, socio-economic landscape across North America, whether you live in America or in Canada. These issues are very important to discuss and to have discourse about. So that's why I recommend these two films. Light up that joint, smoke it, and pass it around because these two films are and should be on your must-watch or already-watched list. This is Just DQ with another review. Peace and love and stay safe out there, friends. It's just David talking about what David thinks.